Okay, now let's look at what is called the synapse. Now, if you look, um, what happens is we were looking at neurons in, in the last episode and we just talked about them. Now, um, what happens is your neurons don't actually um, connect directly, okay? They don't have a, a, a connection point. Um, they have gaps in between them. Um, they are not joined end-to-end. Um, and in between, that gap is what we call a synaptic cleft, okay? It's the gap uh, or the junction between new, two neurons. It's called a synaptic cleft. Now, what happens is um, your signals actually have to pass through that synaptic cleft. And um, how do they do that? Okay. Um, the, um, how do the signals pass through that synaptic cleft? What happens is if a signal arrives at one end of uh, a neuron, okay, um, inside the exon of the neuron, we have um, many tiny um, vacuoles. Oh, they're, when they are small, they are called vesicles. Many type, um, tiny vesicles. And um, each of them contain a, a chemical that is called a transmitter substance. Or it's called a neurotransmitter. Neurotransmitter or transmitter substance. It's a chemical that is found inside the vesicles. Um, and the vesicles will be inside the exon, the very long fiber. So what happens is this. Um, the vesicles, when a, when a signal arrives at one end of a neuron, the vesicles in in the membrane, remember we have a membrane because it's a human cell, so it has a membrane. So the vesicles inside the, the membrane of that exon, what happens? Um, the vesicles, they are made to dump the transmitter substance or the neurotransmitter into the synaptic cleft, the gap, right? Now, what happens is um, they, they, they empty the neurotransmitter into the synaptic cleft when a signal or an impulse arrives. Now, what happens is the neurotransmitter, it's a chemical, it diffuses through the cleft. A cleft is like an opening, right? It diffuses through the cleft. So remember, it diffuses through the cleft to the receptor cells in the other membrane. So the membrane uh, at the start is called the presynaptic membrane, the first membrane where the neurotransmitter um, were before, the neurotransmitters were before they were dumped into the ear, okay, or into the cleft, rather, into the cleft. So what happens is, the neurotransmitters in the presynaptic membrane are dumped into the cleft, 
and they diffuse, they are dumped when an impulse arrives, and they diffuse to the membrane of the postsynaptic cleft, okay? When they get there, they will be now at the receptor, okay? The receptor cells in the postsynaptic membrane. Now, what happens is the receptor cells in the postsynaptic membrane um, will um, it will bind them, okay? They'll be bound with the receptor. Uh, it will bind the receptor cells will will bind with the neurotransmitters. Now, how do they do that? Um, they are complementary, okay? So the 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 receptor cells are complementary to the the neurotransmitters, right? So the neurotransmitters just bind with the receptors and this will generate a new impulse. Okay? And the new impulse will go through the new, uh, the other neuron. So how does it happen? First, we have an impulse arriving. And what does the impulse arriving at the presynaptic membrane, what does it do? It makes the neurotransmitters be deposited into the cleft and they will diffuse to the postsynaptic membrane. Now, when they get there, they will bind with the receptor cells in the postsynaptic membrane. When they bind with them, a new signal is generated, okay? And that message will be passed on like that, okay? So what will happen is that the neurotransmitters will then be destroyed after a new signal is generated. Why are they destroyed? So that we don't keep making the same signal over and over again. So once they are done making the signal that they were supposed to generate, then they are destroyed. Okay. Um, right. Now, uh, what is a synapse? When you have, it's, you are now combining the presynaptic membrane, postsynaptic membrane, and the synaptic cleft. Altogether, they are called a synapse. And that's the junction. A synapse is the junction between two neurons, okay, where they meet, where it's a, it's a, and it's a gap. Now, um, so remember that. And, and the synapse is very important because it ensures that, um, you, your signals only travel one way. They can't go the other way around. They can only travel one way, okay? They have to go to the end and then neurotransmitters will only be created at the end and then they will go and bind with receptor cells at the beginning of the other neuron okay um, so this because that you have your impulse being converted into um, neurotransmitters and we said it's a chemical the neurotransmitters are chemical are chemicals now this is a it's it's, it's a drawback because, um, this is the part of your, your, your nervous system where your dr drugs can have an effect because the, there are chemicals here that are used in the transformation of, sorry, in the passing of information. Now, drugs can have an effect at the synapse because, um, chemicals are being used. So yeah, this is the part of your nervous system where you can have your drugs affecting the performance of the nervous system. Okay?
Now, we, we have a type of action called a reflex action. This is an involuntary action that doesn't have the brain as the coordinator. The coordinator in here is the, uh, um, the, the, the spinal cord. Remember the CNS has the brain and the spinal cord. So the coordinator in involuntary or reflex actions is not the brain, but the spinal cord. These are actions that are very necessary and protective that you have to do in times of trouble. Now, the brain is, can, that processing can be too slow. So, um, let's say that bright light shines into your eye. Bright light can damage your eye. So you need to quickly close it and you can't have the brain coordinate that because it can react too slow and your retina can be damaged. Okay. Um, so voluntary actions, these are actions that you are conscious of. They start in the mind, in the brain rather. They are actions that, um, um, that start in the brain and you are conscious you are, you are doing that action. Like what? Like listening to this podcast. You are conscious of the action that you are doing. It's a voluntary action. An involuntary action does not involve the brain. Um, the brain will only get to know of it after you have already performed an action. So take another note of that, is that the, the brain only gets aware of that action after you've already taken it, okay? And um, it's quick, and because it has to make sure that it minimizes the damage that is done to the body. So remember your your reflex actions and your reflex arc um, starts at the receptor, goes through the sensory neuron. Receptor is also called the sensors. Okay, um, that's where we have your sensor cells. Um, they are the ones that sense or detect stimulus outside. Okay, a change in the environment is called a stimulus or so stimuli. When it's plural. Um, okay, so that is it. And um, sure you're happy. And um, we'll just have a look. In the next episode, we'll have a look at uh, some sense organs. Okay, where receptor cells are found. And we'll just go on. And I'm sure very soon we'll be done with this topic. Thanks for listening and bye-bye for now.